the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here we go again. Yeah, here we are starting a new calendar year on this award-winning radio program, and we're still talking about COVID. Not only are we still talking about it, we're, we're talking about schools being closed and kids going back to virtual learning, which, of course, is not learning. It'll be two years this month that we first started hearing about how we were all going to die from COVID-19. Then we got a miracle vaccine, and that was going to allow us to do whatever we want again. Now, if we want to keep doing what we want, we're being told we need to get a booster. And, of course, we have that new variant called Omicron that has caused one death in the United States. One. At least that's the last I heard it was one. Which, of course, means that when it goes to two, we'll be told that there was a 100% increase, and we all need to get a booster for our booster. So how can this still be happening, and is there any end in sight? The teachers in various school districts around the country are threatening to not show up for work until things are quote-unquote safe, safe from a virus that if you get it, it's, uh, you know, basically a cold, and kids are still being told to wear masks in school, even though kids are not getting seriously sick from Omicron, and even though the people they come in contact with are vaccinated, there are actually some studies out there now showing that the vaccine may actually make you more likely to get the virus, but you're still being told to get the shot. And you are still being required to have uh, proof that you've gotten the shot before you can buy a sandwich. That's, you know, what's going on now. Nobody could have dreamed this uh, dreamed it, uh, last year at this time that, that we could still be talking about this. And I sure couldn't have imagined uh, last year doing another segment with someone from Canada this year to talk about the new lockdowns up there. And they are as draconian as ever. We'll talk about that in our second half hour. And when we come back after the break, we're going to talk to a candidate for governor of Pennsylvania who discovered that the Biden administration was flying illegal immigrants into Pennsylvania on chartered planes. And, of course, none of those people are vaccinated. And they're now living free somewhere in America, spreading this deadly disease. Stick around. Cancer. So many lives are touched by cancer. In fact, one in two men and one in three women will be diagnosed with cancer. At the American Cancer Society, we're on a mission to free the world from cancer. It's a big mission, driven by little things like a ride to treatment, a free place to stay, a 24-7 helpline. But these little things are really the big things. Because to a cancer patient and their family, they're everything. And every day we reach thousands of cancer patients who so desperately need these services. But we need your help to get these critical services to more people and families in need this holiday season. Go to cancer.org and join the fight against cancer. It takes just minutes to donate and help provide essential support to cancer patients and their families. Don't wait. More than one in three people will be diagnosed with cancer. Go to cancer.org right now and make a difference. Go to cancer.org. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. 
Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 1231-21. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. The word is out. People are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to Pure Talk for the same 5G coverage, but at a fraction of the price. In fact, the average family saves over $800 a year when switching from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone, keep your number, or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. Right now, you can get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data... You can get that and still save a fortune. So make the switch and get the same coverage as the big guys, but at half the price. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code half off, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code half off. Switch to Pure Talk and get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month because Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Are you facing yet another holiday season alone? Are you missing the fun of real connections? When was the last time you met someone you were really excited about? So be honest. What does your love life look like? Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. If you're looking for the answers to these questions, I've got a solution. I'm personally inviting you to join me and thousands of women just like you to my free Married in 12 Months Challenge happening now at lovestories.com. From the privacy of your own home, you will become part of an amazing worldwide movement of women where you'll experience how to reclaim your love life, heal your heart, and unlock the secret to finding your spirit mate. Just sign up for my free Married in 12 Months Challenge at lovestories.com. The challenge is happening now at lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, there's no place like home for the holidays, uh, unless you're trying to escape from your home. That's what a lot of migrants have been doing, and they've become illegal immigrants in the U.S., and some of them are making their home in Pennsylvania by sneaking in in the middle of the night. Lou Barletta is a former congressman and a candidate for governor of Pennsylvania. He broke the story a few days ago. He joins us now. Lou, thanks for being here. Uh, thanks, John. Good to talk to you. So uh, how many people are we talking about, and, and how were they flown in? Well, we don't know exactly how many flights. Uh, you know, I caught them on at least uh, four flights that flew into Wilkes-Barre Scranton Airport, uh, two on Christmas night. Uh, then after they were um, caught red-handed, they shifted the flights, John, over to Lehigh Valley Airport, where, uh, where at least two more flights flew into there uh, as well. They were, they were put on buses and shipped somewhere. We, we have no idea where. I've asked the governor a number of responsible questions uh, that people of Pennsylvania should have a right to know. Uh, and uh, all I got was an attack back from him rather than, than answering the questions. And, and why the secrecy? If there's nothing wrong with what they're doing, why would you come in on Christmas night uh, in Allentown? The flight flew in on New Year's night. Uh, we have no idea where they went, what communities they were taken to. We have no idea if they were really vaccinated. And I'm not only talking about COVID. I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and we should be worried about that. But I'm talking about uh, if any of them are minors and they will be put into our schools. Pennsylvania law requires our children uh, to make sure they're they're uh, vaccinated. For Do we know for a fact that uh, that minors from uh, other countries, Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, actually have those? And shouldn't the school districts know how this is happening? Uh, I can't get an answer from the governor or our attorney general, Shapiro, who basically their answer to me was they threw up their hands and said, it's not our problem. Talk to the federal government. Well, it is their problem. They're they're responsible for protecting us. So, yeah, I think that uh, the governor of Pennsylvania should be interested in who's being flown in. Uh, basically flown in across the border illegally. I mean, I know they didn't 
fly across the border necessarily, but uh, they they originated across the border and now they're in Pennsylvania. And is this uh, willful negligence? Oh, I think it absolutely is. I mean, Biden's border crisis, uh, you know, is now our problem here in Pennsylvania because of their open borders. We know for a fact, I, John, I served on Homeland Security Committee. I, I have a lot of knowledge and information of what happens at at the borders because of this open border crisis the drug cartels and the gangs like ms-13 have have used the open borders to infiltrate our communities with drugs like fentanyl last year we had more fentanyl overdoses than any time in our history and they're attributing it to coming in from that southern border how does it benefit anybody from pennsylvania to take people from the border who are here illegally, who we have no idea what their real identities are, you can't do a proper background check. Those that come here legally, immigrants, John, they have a background investigation. It's not a background check. They have to appear, there's interviews, they go back to the country of origin. We have no idea if that person that's crossing the border illegally is who they say they are. And... um <laughs> I, I've flown on charters before. I'm sure you have. That's a pretty nice way to travel if you can get on a charter. Yeah. You, you, yeah, don't, and, you don't and, have to go through the secret. airport. You, you know, you go to the hangar and you just. I, I used to love flying uh, on the Steelers charter. I'd get on two o'clock Saturday afternoon, park in a parking lot right next to the where the plane was sitting. Uh, never look at the airport security. That's a pretty good way to travel. Very convenient. Yeah, and these are. These aren't all children. We, we, we have witnesses who saw people who, who came off the plane. They weren't all children as they are, they are trying to tell us they are. And uh, regardless of whoever they are, we have a right to know why the secrecy. The, the one flight on December 17th, this is how we caught them. Uh, somebody took a screenshot on FlightAware. Uh, FlightAware is you can actually track a flight where it is. Uh, it was 58 minutes outside of Wilkes-Barre, Scranton. Uh, plane landed uh, with migrants. There were buses there that that took them somewhere, and all the information, the tail number, everything disappeared. It vanished as if the flight never happened. Uh, the flight manifest is gone. We have no ideas, and it wasn't until we exposed them uh, that finally, you know, week a week later, we began. Uh, to get some kind of answer. But why the secrecy? Why New Year's night? Why Christmas night? If what you're doing isn't wrong. Yeah, and again, I, I, my experience with traveling on a charter was traveling, traveling on a team charter with the Steelers when I was covering sports all those years. And um, one of the nice things about flying on a charter was that you, uh, you, 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 we would get off the bus in whatever city we were going to, and the, I mean, off the plane, and the bus would be fifty feet from the uh, the the door of the plane. You'd, you'd walk on the tarmac and on the bus and be taken where you were headed. Um, it's a, a, it's it's amazing to me that illegal immigrants are getting this kind of treatment. Are they are they also yeah, getting a police escort to wherever they need to go? Well, we know that they're given a, a, a duffel bag with whatever I don't know what is in it. Each is given a, a black duffel bag, and then they're given a folder um, before before they leave. So I, I have no idea where they're going. Uh, don't you know the communities should know this and and you know if. If Joe Biden wants to say they're they're resettling refugees, um, the law says that they shall consult prior to with the communities and and the state. Who who knew about this? I asked Governor Wolf that, and he told me I'm talking to the wrong office. Um, he's the governor. He, he he's responsible for protecting us. The only two that could really do anything about this and push back is the governor and the attorney general and. And that's why if Josh Shapiro becomes our governor, there's no firewall from what Joe Biden will do, and uh, we'll, we'll have no idea that it's even happening. Well, do, do you, uh, is there any way that the governor, this could happen without Governor Wolf knowing it was going on? Well, that's why I asked that question, you know, and, and I couldn't get an answer. I think, I think it's a reasonable question. Uh, did you know that this was happening, or is the federal government doing this without even our governor's knowledge and just bringing people from the border uh, into into Pennsylvania and taking them somewhere uh, without his knowledge. I think people have the right to know that. Yeah, and um, 
as you say, you were on the House Committee on Homeland Security, so you know about this stuff. And there isn't, there's no vetting. What, what kind no. of, what, what kind of, no. uh, um, I guess I don't, I, I don't know what, what, what kind of people are we getting here? Are we getting uh, criminals uh, being well, f- chartered in? Well, the one plane. that he was only 17 years old and treated as a minor. He was actually 24 years old and, and stabbed a Floridian to death. You have no idea who the person is. A background check is different than a background investigation. You know, a background check is somebody comes and they could use any name from anyone in, in their country. How do you prove it? They're not proving that that person is who they say they are. An investigation is very differently, and they're not doing investigations. They're basically taking their word that they are who they say they are, and then they're just moving them into, into communities. It stops in Pennsylvania. It, I would not allow that to happen. How does this benefit anybody in Pennsylvania? Um, now that you've made it public, and I, I saw uh, you quoted quite, in quite a few places as, and, and also uh, cited as the source for this story, um, what's happening now? What's going to happen? Are they are they going to be forced to confront it and answer? I, I would think that at the very least, the media should be asking the governor why, if he doesn't, if he didn't know about it, why didn't he? Yeah, he, he, his answer is talk to um, Health and Human Services. That's who's who's responsible, and and that's not my that's not my question. My question is a governor needs to stand in the way of this administration because we know they're doing this elsewhere. We know they're doing this around the country. That doesn't mean that it's okay to do it here in Pennsylvania. We're talking to Lou Barletta. He's a Republican. Our governor is allowing it or not. Yeah. We're talking to Lou Barletta. He's uh, running for governor of Pennsylvania. And uh, what would you, Lou, uh, what would you do as governor to keep this from happening? And what would you do to clean it up? There was a number number of things. You know, Governor Ron DeSantis uh, has a couple of proposals that that I think uh, are are very well thought out. And one would be to prohibit state and local agencies from doing business with any private entities that uh, facilitate the resettlement of illegal aliens. And that would be an example would be like the bus companies that are that are taking them and bringing them somewhere. uh, You know, so you would you would uh, prohibit those uh, those uh, companies from doing that prohibit. Uh, the the issuance of any license uh, to anyone who's providing services, unless there's a resettlement agreement by the state and the federal government so that we would know exactly who we're bringing in, we'd have all the information. And thirdly, uh, this is uh, what I want to do is refuse admittance to any school without verification of vaccine status for all shots that are required of our school children by Pennsylvania law. Uh, so, you know, if, if you can't get in school unless you can prove that you've been vaccinated for polio and the other diseases I talked about, those children or minors who are coming in, need we need to make sure that they're held to those same standards, and we would need proof of that. I don't think we should just have blind faith that the Biden administration uh, is is doing what needs to be done before we protect the people here in Pennsylvania. It's kind of hard for me to figure this out. I, I, I get I get what's you've you've discovered is happening in Pennsylvania, but I'm sure that there there are illegal immigrants being flown to other places and there has to somebody has to be in charge of this. I mean a plane doesn't land on a tarmac and people don't get off the plane and get on a bus and then they get on the bus and the bus driver says, So where'd you guys where would you people like to go? I mean there's a they're, they're going somewhere. How hard would it be to f- yeah. follow the buses and just start asking? Well, exactly. We shouldn't even have to do that, though, no. John. I mean, people in Pennsylvania shouldn't be put at risk. Their health and, and, and their safety shouldn't be put at risk. Our schools are, are already uh, overwhelmed by many of, many of these problems. We shouldn't be adding to, to those problems. And it's, this is all caused by biden's crisis at the border they don't know what to do with everybody that that has just come into the border so now they're just dropping them off into into states and and i wouldn't allow that to happen we need to protect our children and we need to protect our families there's a way to come into the country legally so that we know your background we know your health background your medical background and and your your criminal background 
this is not right. This is not fair. It's not fair to the immigrants who did come here legally. It's not fair to our children. Uh, and it's not fair to anybody in Pennsylvania that this is happening at night in secret. Uh, and do you are they selling this uh, on the idea that this is mostly or entirely uh, minors? They are, and they are saying that this is something that's done. Resettlement uh, is done with by by every administration. The difference here, John, is that under under the Trump administration, he had control of the border. He was building the wall. He was forcing people to come here legally. So they had the, the ability to actually resettle people who, who might have a relative here and, and go through that process. They're not overwhelmed as they are right now, where they just need to move, move people across. But they're not, I know for a fact, because we have witnesses that they are not minors. And who are the adults? Where are they going? What's their background? Uh, there, there's lots of questions that, that need to be answered here. And just having, again, blind faith, is, isn't it? And Governor Wolf and Shapiro throwing their hands up saying, not our problem, you know, talk to the federal government. Um, that, that's disgusting. Well, even if you buy the idea that it's minors, again, you can't empty out a plane uh, on a tarmac and let a bunch of kids get on buses. And th- there has to be some place they're being taken. Sure. Somebody's somebody's taking them. And 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 again, how do you know? How do we know? You know, do they have proof of all the vaccinations and and, you know, backgrounds? You know, many of the minors aren't really minors because we don't know who they are. There's there's no good reason to allow people to come into Pennsylvania this way. Yeah, you mentioned Um, you mentioned that one of them was claimed to be 17. and He was actually 24. and I got a couple minutes left here. We're talking with uh, Lou Barletta. I want to talk to you about another issue. It's one of my favorites, and that's uh, school choice. And um, you have a also because I think there's a. It's been obvious here for a while that there's never been a better time to give people a chance to get out of public schools. You have something called the Contract for Pennsylvania Parents. What's that all about? Yeah, parents parents have to be make, making decisions for their children. You know, what Terry McAuliffe said in Virginia, I think set set off. Uh, a red flag for all of us. And here in Pennsylvania, we're going to make sure that our parents here uh, have total control of their children's education. And it's a number of things. One would be the right to notification of the school curriculum, uh, the right to complete uh, information on the textbooks and, and the teaching materials, what is being taught to our children. What we, what we saw, if there was one good thing that we saw through COVID, was that through home learning, parents actually had an opportunity to see what was being taught to their children. And it it frightened them to death. Uh, you know, no, no one, no one size uh, fits all school mask mandates. That's out. We're going to ban critical race theory uh, and, and its application and its teaching. Uh, we're going to get the politics out of the classroom, promote school choice and homeschooling. Uh, you know, we're going to, again, put education back in the hands of mom and dad and not politicians uh, who literally want to, uh, tell our children uh, uh, what to think, and, what's, and, and uh, that's wrong. What's the Democrat response to, oh, they all sound like pretty good ideas to me. Yeah, they, they, they don't believe there's anything wrong with what they're doing. They don't think there's anything wrong with teaching critical race theory uh, to our children and teaching our children, um, you know, what to think. They should be teaching them how to think, not what to think. And, and you know, for for school boards or school districts or teachers unions to say parents have no right. Uh, well, we're going to turn that around. Parents have every right. And in Pennsylvania, that's who's going to be in control of their own children. And they should have a right to go to a good school, a school choice. And, and uh, um, you know, let's make uh, some of our failing schools compete and, and let's fix the problems there. But no child should be stuck there. And we shouldn't, again, be be uh, bringing politics into our classrooms where, you know, literally our children, I mean, some of the things were, were frightening. What, what we found out was being taught to our children, and that stops here again. Well, Lou, uh, always good to have you on the show. Hope to have you on again. Uh, pretty soon it's going to be summer, and we're going to be getting closer and closer to November. It's going to be here before we know it. I appreciate you coming on. Good luck in the campaign. Thanks, John, and Happy New Year. Same to you. That's Lou Barletta. He's running for governor of Pennsylvania. We'll be right back.
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Hundreds of motorists stranded all night in snow and freezing temperatures. On I-95 in Virginia, authorities struggling to reach them. A tractor-trailer that lost control and jackknifed set off a chain reaction involving other trucks behind it, according to authorities. I-95 North was hit the hardest. Truck driver Emily Slaughter was on I-95 South when she got stuck in the standstill. We literally, in that five hours, I think maybe went half a mile. She says people were running out of food and water. I saw people get out and walk their dog. I saw people stretching. Um, The gentleman in front of us asked the car next to him for a charger. Um, So he went and charged it and then gave it back to him. Um, People getting out and looking. I'm Julie Walker. The good news is a single lane of traffic is now slowly moving forward between the stalled trucks and cars. This is SRN News. I invested in one of those fancy new exercise bikes. Without a doubt, a very special tool to help me get healthier. The problem is three days go by, then four, and I've done nothing. And then it's night five, and I'm sitting at the kitchen table, and I look down at myself, and I can't help but just laugh. Because there I am, wearing the exercise t-shirt that came with the bike, and I'm eating two corn dogs. I think we'd all agree the special tool only matters if we use it to our benefit. At United Faith Mortgage, we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions. There's no middleman. And often, this allows us to get you a better rate on your refinance or new home purchase, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. We our United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Or corporate Animalist number 1330. Equal housing letter. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. After a pretty rough year, it's time for a fresh start. But 2022 is starting off with a bang with a new variant of COVID. More back and forth out of Washington and inflation at nearly 7%. Yeah, it might seem like we're off to another rough start. But hey, this is America and we will overcome So stay positive, and we'll get through this together. You'll see. This will be a happy new year. AM 1250, The Answer. Qualifying for Medicaid is complicated, and the timing of your application is critical. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy & Hagerman. The biggest mistake? Not consulting with a qualified legal professional before you apply. There's a lot at stake, especially for those with a spouse staying at home. At Abernathy & Hagerman, we can help you navigate the Medicaid rules so you can properly protect some or all of your life savings from a long-term care crisis. Before you apply, contact Abernathy & Hagerman at a-h.law. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 123121. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrpittsburgh.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. 2223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Crash now cleared from outbound Fort Pitt Bridge, but the backups remain. You're jammed back to Forbes Avenue all the way through to that outbound bridge. And on the parkway north, delays start at Reedsdale Street all the way across town up to the bridge. Meanwhile, we're seeing some minor delays on 28, both ways approaching Highland Park Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. We'll see partly cloudy skies for tonight with a low of 32. Mostly cloudy tomorrow and increasingly windy with a high of 44. Breezy tomorrow evening, otherwise mostly cloudy skies, low 20. Considerable cloudiness for Thursday. It'll be colder with a bit of snow in the afternoon, accumulating according to an inch. We'll reach a high of 28. With your AccuWeather forecast. 
I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, as I said earlier, it's a new calendar year and uh, we're still talking about COVID and school closings and masks. Uh, who could have predicted this two years ago? But here we are. And if you think things are stupid here, and they are, uh, what do you hear what's happening three and a half hours north of here uh, in Ontario? Joe Warmington is a reporter and a columnist for the Toronto Sun, and he's here with all the stupidity. Joe, thanks for coming on again. appreciate it. Well, it's good to be with you. Hopefully, maybe between you and your listeners, you can get us some bail money. We may just hate it. Uh, you know, this is, this, these are really dystopian times up here. Wow. Well, let's start with the big question first. How many people in the province of Ontario have died from Omicron at this point? Zero. None. Uh, Not that I know of. Nobody's died. Uh, and, 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 and Omicron is being given as the reason for why we're, you're back to the good old days? Well, yeah, the, you know, tonight's uh, Raptor game at the Scotiabank Arena is going to have nobody in it. Uh, my son's hockey has been canceled uh, for the rest of, you know, all through Christmas and again to the end of January now. That's the third year in a row that that's happened. His school now is going virtual, which you know, was supposed to start two days ago or on Monday. And now it's going to start tomorrow. But for the foreseeable future, it's back online again. You know, the gyms are closing. You you know, you see what we do to pastors here. If you dare to have a church service, they'll come in and arrest yeah, you. Yeah. Take you down on the highway and smash your head on the sidewalk. Like, it must just, it, you know, it's just sickening to, to watch a, a police state uh, mm-hmm. kind of evolve. Uh, I'm, I'm 37 years as a reporter in Canada, and I've worked around the country. Um, I've been at the Toronto Sun for, in my 31st year. I've never seen anything like this. I saw the G20 and I commented on that. I'm pro police kind of columnist. I don't blame the police here, but you know, again, when you've got the police, uh, I sent uh, Mike and yourself, and that's a little bit quick to turn it around, but you can go on my Twitter. Anybody's interested, you'll see in Montreal, they've got the police uh, vans with the speakers going around. It's so dystopian. 1984 telling people to get off the streets. If you walk your dog, they will tase you. They will arrest you. Maybe even they'll smash your head to the sidewalk because they've done that too. You know, so we've got a police state up here. And, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of people from Pittsburgh area that are going, oh, come on. Well, yeah, you come on up here and you tell me what this is. I've been a reporter 37 years. You cannot do anything right now. It's locked down over what? Over a head cold. It's amazing. Uh, You mentioned your, your son playing hockey. And you and I spoke earlier today when I called you to be on the show. Uh, and you told me what you observed. Your son, your son is uh, playing in nine and under. Uh, this is it's only hockey. If you want to put it, and nothing in Canada is only hockey. But le- it's only hockey. And but it, it, you, it was a great lesson in what has happened to kids. Explain what what you saw with the nine year olds. Well, I, I noticed that when he because they missed all of last season, the whole season, and the season before. He- they pulled the plug on the season with about two games left of the season, and then there was no playoffs. So these kids hadn't been on the ice for a long time. And from the ages of six and a half to nine, a big development years. And I was watching the nine-year-olds when they first went out, and they looked like they were five- and six-year-olds, the way they were playing. Like they couldn't beat it all at the hold of the stick. They, they just, it's almost like it was a foreign game to them. Now, they had all played hockey before, but they hadn't played in a long time. Most of them didn't skate either. You know, they're busy with other things, the iPad. Yeah. And so, you know, basically their development is gone. Look at Premier Doug Ford and Mayor John Tory here in Toronto and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. You know, they, they must hate the people here. They must really hate them, and particularly the children. You know, they've got them lining out for vaccines when they don't even know how many they're going to have to give them or even if they work. The kids don't need them. That's established. The biggest story here, you know, is if you're going to do that with your kids and you don't really, you know, you don't really think it through, you're going to interrupt everything over what? Over something that is basically, and everyone admits it, is a head cold. But the other thing, John, is that the, the vaccine doesn't work for it. So we've got vaccine passports here. You can't go into an A&W or a McDonald's with your family unless you're vaccinated. 
you have to have a vaccine passport. And it's registered with the government. It's not just a piece of paper that you can fake. It actually is registered. So it's like a social credit system. And if you don't have that, you can't go. You can't go bowling. You can't go to a funeral. You can't go anywhere. So they've created two sets of societies. And you've seen there are two sets of people. You saw with Prime Minister Trudeau how he feels about people that are vaccinated. I mean, he said that they're basically racist and misogynist and they're extremists. So he's done that us and them thing. And, of course, you know, we're talking millions of people here. And many of them are doctors and police officers and and firefighters and paramedics and teachers, nurses. Um, And so when you start talking about your citizenry like that, you're basically telling people, go get them. And that's part of why I consider this right now a dystopian police state, because the only thing missing is the fact that we haven't had a big roundup of people yet. But who knows what these these uh, authoritarian tyrants. But the the, uh, the hockey example is a great one, because, as I said, it's only hockey, but it's something that you were able to observe. And it was obvious to you that it was a it was a a, a, a stark contrast between what kids should be doing at nine and what they're able to do and it's their inability to perform at the level in this case it's hockey but it could be anything else the ability to perform at the level that they should be performing at at their age group it's not there because they no, they're, they're just starting, they were just starting to come come into you know looking better yeah and then they turn around and pull the plug on them now as if they're not yeah. going to get a call a lot of them have had the call already yeah but it's outrageous and you know the fact is that when you go into the hockey arena in, in anywhere in the gta here which is the greater toronto area you it's like going through uh into an airport or into visit someone in a prison you know they've got the big uh plexiglass thing going on and you know like an airport uh, security thing and it's just outrageous i mean the whole thing's an embarrassment even before omicron it was an embarrassment at the end of the day, there were sure there's some people that died. I've covered it. I've written about it. And there's a couple of tragic stories that, you know, obviously you feel very badly about. But we don't cover the adverse uh, effects of these uh, vaccines very well. We're not really supposed to do that. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. And yet there are all kinds of cases of it. There's people dropping all over the place. Uh, you know, there's adverse reactions. We've had 255 people that they've recorded have died after getting a vaccine in the U.S., it's a lot more than that. I think their reporting's a little bit, you know, more on top of it. But, you know, this is a, to me, this is the darkest period of my career, 37 years of covering Canada. I've never seen anything like this at all. And I'm not trying to sugar or, you know, downplay it or overplay it. I think I'm telling it as I'm seeing it and as it is. And if you look up some of the reporting, you won't see it in much of the mainstream media, although some of them are starting to catch on now. But, uh, you know, we better get this uh, turned around because you mentioned the hockey. And it's funny how you said that because it's just hockey. And I know you're being facetious there because that's yeah. like saying they're just donuts. I mean, yeah. just Tim Hortons, right? <laughs> yeah, right, like right, the, right. The trip to Tim Hortons is pretty important in Canada. Right. And so is going to the rink. And they're messing around with the kids' futures. Yeah, I know of a story of a... Um a woman I know in Canada whose son, because he's because his father is an American but living and working in Canada, was able to escape, and he went to Florida to play hockey. He's, he, this is a kid from Ontario, was playing hockey. He refuses to get a vaccine. His mother doesn't want him to get the vaccine. Because his, he has American citizenship, he can play, and he's a, he's a good player. He's the captain of his team. Leading scorer on his team, it's a 16 and under, and he had to leave Canada to go to Florida, Tampa, Florida, which is not exactly. I know they have a team and they won the cup and all that, but hockey's not that big a deal in Tampa, Florida, and that's where but he's they're playing. But they're playing. But they're playing it there. Yeah, and they're not playing it in Canada right now. Yeah, yeah. And so, so it makes it makes perfect sense for him. You know, when you mentioned about the 16 year olds, there was a 17 year old. His name is Sean Hartman, a very good hockey player in the greater Toronto area, and he dropped dead at 17 after getting the uh, one of the, the shots. And, of course, eventually they did the autopsy, and they came out inconclusive. Mm-hmm. If you want to follow his father, it's Dan Hartman, on Twitter, and he tells the whole story on there. They can't, with all the scientists and all the focus on this, they can't figure out what happened to him. It was just, oh, shucks, one of those things. And uh, But, again, you know, 
I, I think of that guy all the time because I think, you know, if his son doesn't go get that shot, you know, I don't know what would have happened, but I just have this feeling he'd still be somewhere. He wouldn't be playing hockey because they won't let them. But right. you know what? Um, it's, you can tell from my voice, it's infuriating. I've had enough of it. I mean, they've lied to us. They've lied to us the night before here, seeing the kids were going back to in-class learning. I've got a nine-year-old. It's pretty important for him to go to school. And now we're going to sit there on the uh, iPad and all that again for probably another month or two. And so they're, they're messing around with their academics as well. Uh, whether it's Prime Minister Trudeau or Premier Doug Ford or Mayor John Tory in Toronto, they spend all their time pushing vaccines, vaccines that, that don't work. I mean, particularly this booster they're talking about. The booster is not a booster. It's a third shot. We've already introduced fourth shot here in Ontario. Dr. Kieran Moore is the um, medical officer of health for Ontario. And he's said that in the long-term care, they're starting to offer a fourth shot. So it, it doesn't take much of a, a leap. It doesn't matter what Doug Ford tells you, because whatever he tells you, do the opposite, because that's what's going to happen. So four shots coming. You know, I do, you know, I'm no uh, kind of mathematician, but I'm adding it up to one every three months. That's four in one year. Mm-hmm. And I remember being on your show warning about this. I remember talking about how the Montreal Forum, went, or the Montreal Forum, I still call it that, but yeah. the Bell Center was empty. Yeah. I mean, they've been pushing for this for so long that basically they want a ghost society, a zombie society. They've got it. And it's uh, one where the Montreal police have called in the military for help. And the military is not just helping, you know, they're not helping the police the streets, they're helping with the vaccines. The vaccines who has no effectiveness on this Omicron. So, you know, nobody would say, hello, why are you giving it? Why are you pushing it if it doesn't work? Maybe get one that works. How about that? Yeah, and I just saw a story um, uh, on Twitter um, that in New York, they, they're saying that the hospitals are getting becoming overrun, but the reason they're becoming overrun is that too many people are coming in to the emergency room because they have a cold. They feel like they have the symptoms. They want to get tested. So the testing is all uh, packed, and, and you can't get a test. And, and the emergency rooms are getting filled up with people who are well, going there. That's another lie that's uh, perpetuated here in Ontario, that the emergency rooms are filled up. I mean, there's starting to be a few more of them. No wonder when they put a clarion call out there. Yeah. You know, they've also canceled tens of thousands of cancer surgeries and hip replacements and these kinds of things. And my question to all these brilliant leaders that are throwing the citizenry under the bus is why? Why can't the, the surgeon and the nurse and the person getting the operation all be tested before they go in? And lo and behold, let's say the flu breaks into that room, because that's never happened in a hospital before. Uh, well, then what? Then you treat the flu. Yeah, right. I mean, they really, they, they really are, uh, be, you know, basically they're, they're derelict and negligent in their duties, and they're throwing people to the wolves. And, you know, again, I'm calling them out for it. Uh, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, you know, I don't know. All you can do is throw them out at election time. But the thing is, the opposition, they don't do anything either. I mean, you know, the only opposition are some people in the media, and there's not very many of us well, that put all these things out. But uh, at, at the end of the day, I don't think we're wrong in one thing. I mean, they haven't got one thing right here. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an absolute national disgrace. And it's the worst outside of some of the things we see in Australia, like we're a little bit better than that so far, but not much. No, uh, and you met, you mentioned Doug Ford. For people who don't know, he's the premier of Ontario, which is the equivalent of our governor. I thought he was a conservative. Yeah, you know, I known him a long time. I'm good. You know, I'm good friends with him. You know, I'm not good friends with him so much right now. Yeah, but I mean, his legendary brother Rob Ford, who had you know notorious problems with uh, addictions, as I'm sure yeah. you're yeah. aware of. Um. Again, Ron Ford was the real deal, though. He was the real conservative mayor of Toronto. Outstanding. Other than his addictions, and that caught up to him, and they used that to utilize against him. If they had just left, left him alone, he would never have missed a meeting. But nonetheless, you can't, you can't have that, and they took him down, and then he died of cancer. But, you know, Doug Ford is very, he's a very nice person. Uh, he is a populist kind of uh, leader. He was elected uh, because of that. He's anything but that now. I mean, he's completely in with the elite crowd. 
I mean, I can't believe what I see. Whenever I see him, I almost feel like, like he should hold up that hostage thing or maybe flash a signal so I know I can go get, you know, someone to come and rescue him or something because I have no idea who that is right now. I mean, invasion of the body snatchers, big time. He's been pushing the hysteria pretty hard, hasn't he? Well, and he, and he doesn't tell the truth. I mean, one, on one hand, he says, you know, I, I don't want small business to be affected by this, and we're, we're going to plow forward. I mean, we're talking like a few days ago. We're going to push forward, and then he turns around and says, oh, no, every, all these businesses have to shut down, whether it's a restaurant, a gym, you know, the theaters, the bowling alleys. He never really goes after Walmart or Costco, and I'm not saying you should do that, but it's interesting how these big corporate companies, they just skate, you know, you can go in there and the lineup is out the door, you know how it goes. And yet all these small businesses are being, you know, sent really to a living hell. I mean, you know, and there's not a lot of uh, public support now for them, so a lot of them are going to go bankrupt. It's it's pretty, it's pretty um, alarming. It's You know, that's why a lot of Canadians are leaving. I mean, you mentioned Florida about the hockey player. I've got friends that are down to Florida right now, and they're not coming back. They don't want to come back. You know, they may have to come back because there's only so long you can stay down there. But, you know, it's almost like people are going to file for asylum. If this doesn't get better quickly, you know, I think this could fall right into the ocean. People, you know, I'm a man of the street. Like, I'm a street city columnist. Yeah. You can tell. I'm not talking about government. I don't care. Well, most of the columnists, they want the premier to like them. I don't want them to like me. What I want them to do is like the people who live here. That's what I want them to do. And when you, you know, when I say that, I mean, take care of them. This is all nonsense. You don't need to do any of these things. The kids could be in school. The businesses should be open. And everybody that's sick can stay home and treat themselves for the flu, which they do every winter. You know, we've had flu stuff in Canada for a long time. Well, uh, Joe, I'm about out of time. Um, I, I'm sure I'm, well, I shouldn't say I'm sure, but I am sure that I'll be talking to you again about this because this ain't going away. I, I, I have a feeling it's going to get worse up there before it gets better. But I, I appreciate you coming on and keep uh, fighting the good fight up there. Thank you very much. And uh, you too. Happy New Year to everybody. And uh, congratulations to Big Ben. My son <laughs> and I were listening to the game last night. And, uh, you know, I love, I love him. And uh, congratulations on a brilliant career. Okay. Joe Warmington. We'll be back. Ad paid for by CompleteCar.com. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to the COVID crisis, we are announcing a low-cost extended service plan that's now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay nothing for auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay nothing for auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-959-4526 now. Drivers who are covered by this auto protection will not have to pay for a covered repair bill again. This auto coverage is at an all-time low, much lower than what dealerships are charging. Additionally, drivers who activate this auto coverage today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and free rental car at no additional cost. Call for your free quick quote today. Call 800-959-4526. 800-959-4526. What do you have to lose? Call 800-959-4526 now. Visit us on the web at completecar.com. Well, this is a time of year when you make New Year's resolutions or you try to start uh, uh, living up to them. And uh, one of those might be if you're a smoker that you want to quit smoking and you've decided that this is going to be the year that you do it. I would suggest you uh, check out MyNicotineTest.com. It was founded by the director of the New York City Fire Department Tobacco Program. He treated hundreds of first responders after their uh, extensive smoke exposure at Ground Zero he himself is an ex-smoker, uh, and he's been a major thought leader in a tobacco treatment for over 30 years. He's treated more tobacco-dependent individuals than anyone else in the U.S. So this is a way to quit smoking through individualized uh, program. It's individualized to your personal chemistry. They do a blood test. They check out your nicotine levels. They come up with a program. Their science-based approach has a quit rate of 70%. You don't have to be ready to quit entirely. You quit at your own pace. And the cost of three My Nicotine tests is about the same as a carton of cigarettes. So check it out at MyNicotineTest.com. That's MyNicotineTest at 1-800-45-SMOKE, 1-800-45-SMOKE. And leave a message if all tobacco counselors are busy. Cancer. So many lives are touched by cancer. 
In fact, one in two men and one in three women will be diagnosed with cancer. At the American Cancer Society, we're on a mission to free the world from cancer. It's a big mission, driven by little things like a ride to treatment, a free place to stay, a 24-7 helpline. But these little things are really the big things. Because to a cancer patient and their family, they're everything. And every day we reach thousands of cancer patients who so desperately need these services. But we need your help to get these critical services to more people and families in need this holiday season. Go to cancer.org and join the fight against cancer. It takes just minutes to donate and help provide essential support to cancer patients and their families. Don't wait. More than one in three people will be diagnosed with cancer. Go to cancer.org right now and make a difference. Go to cancer.org. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, I should probably say something about Ben Roethlisberger, who apparently played his his last last, uh, home game last night at Heinz Field. A great scene there at the end when he was with his family. And here's the thing about Ben Roethlisberger, aside from the fact that he had a great career uh, as, a, as a player. Uh, he apparently has grown up. He's got a good-looking family. He seems to be doing okay, and uh, you don't hear anything, any bad reports coming out about him. Uh, but everybody needs to remember that 10 years ago, he was, uh, he was a, a bad citizen. And he was getting in lots of trouble in town. He was accused of uh, twice uh, credibly accused of sexual assault. And one of the things I learned after covering sports for a long time, and I covered a lot of big-name guys in Pittsburgh, is that they grow up eventually. And some of these guys who were in their 20s, and I think of Antonio Brown, who's now 33 and doesn't have that same excuse, but when they're mid-20s, late-20s, and they're acting in a certain way, and you think, boy, these guys are bad people, uh, you know, sometimes you got to give them a chance to grow up, and maybe that's what happened with Ben Roethlisberger. So congratulations to him on a great career, a great send-off last night, and I'm going to send it off right now, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.